In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today, with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Ladies, Motherhood Talk Radio is here to give you a powerful platform by giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio has interviews with best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, and women of interest who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is on the air now. Moms, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Hey, military moms. What? No. <laughs> Wait, what's your mom? Oh, my gosh. No, it's the Motherhood Talk Radio. And we want to wish you a happy new year. Oh, my goodness. Happy we New went, Year. Sorry. It is a happy new year. i got to tell you, from Rick just walking out of the door I saw, and I hitting his head on a sign that says, pink, what, pink is not an attitude? <laughs> Wait, well, pink, is, pink is not a color, it's an attitude. <laughs> what does it say, Rick? I said, pink is not a color, it's an attitude, and it's oh. also painful. <laughs> pink is also painful. So I'm going to hang it from my neck so and then walk in and I hit myself first. So. Oh. That was really funny. That actually, you know, that's actually just part of why you tune into Motherhood Talk Radio each week, because you never know what you're going to hear or get hit with. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's it. So, Happy New Year, Christy. Happy New Year, Rick. My name is Sandra Beck, and welcome to Motherhood Talk Radio, despite <laughs> that opening segue. Um, we are here today with our New Year's resolution show. Oh, Christy, don't start. Don't I'm start, not. Don't I'm start. not. I'm not. I actually came up with ten resolutions. What? I cannot wait to hear them. I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> on pins and needles. Oh, you're on caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> or that. Lots and lots of caffeine. And actually, and I want to thank Christy for the lovely gift she gave me for Christmas. She gave me a shake weight. <laughs> I support shake weight. You support shake weight. We had Have a whole thing. Have no. I haven't. I just opened it. I know we oh, it comes Christy. with a video. Ooh. Guess what? What? I what? got one too. <gasps> My wonderful husband that got one for so me awesome. too. <laughs> so I'm going to bring it next week. We can shake together. We yes. will shake on the air. Exactly. <laughs> Rick can do the play by play. You can, Rick, you can watch. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! And Rick, thank you for the gift you gave me, which was super, super great. He gave me an iTunes um, card that I can make new a new workout video to or a new workout um, audio to. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, wonderful! It is wonderful. It is. I know. It's a good thing. And we're going to welcome Robin Boyd on today because we are starting the new year with our first show of the new year. So I thought it would be great that all four of us would be on. Robin, are you with us? I'm here. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. Hi, And we're going to have to sing to you. Oh, dear. Because that's <laughs> what was yesterday. <laughs> what? Yesterday was so Robin's sweet. birthday. I know. Another Can we sing to her? Year. Yes. Okay, ready, Rick? 
oh, no, you're not really. Yeah, I think we should. What do you think? <laughs> Go ahead, Rick. Come on, Rick, you're the big singer. I know. Was I supposed to sing happy birthday? Yes, please. I was really no, like, what am I doing? Police Navidad. It's Robin's birthday. Oh. Okay, you ready? Yep. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. You guys aren't singing. Happy yeah, birthday yeah, we're really, you're really good. Dear Robin, happy birthday to you. Oh, Rich and famous out there. I'm going to say, oh, he sang to me once. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm going to say? I remember when he hit himself in the head with a big song. Oh, hey, hey. What about smoothie, I'm going to make a lot of money telling stories to the Inquirer about him. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so does anybody want to hear my 10 uh, resolutions for this year? Yes. Okay. These are real ones? No, ten. These are, well, that's a lot. Yeah, 10 of them. <laughs> yeah, one for yes, each I month, do. almost. <laughs> one for each month. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to get through this without crying. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, okay. <clears throat> Number one, my, my, and I write them as promises to myself. What is that sound? It's not me. Okay. <laughs> okay, number one, I promise to put extra fat in the meals I cook for Rick. Number two, I promise to think dirtier than Christy and Rick. Ooh. Can't be done. No, can't be done. Um, I promise to out-eat Rick at more fast food places. Um, I promise to kick Christy really hard when we work out. Rude! Dude, I promise to kick back even harder. Um, I promise to point out why my children are better than her children. <laughs> and I promise to cry when she gets mad at me for saying that. Uh, let's see. Number seven. I promise to start smoking today so I can quit tomorrow <laughs> so I have some sort of achievement in 2011. <laughs> nice. I'm going to do that, too. Yeah, I figured I'd only smoke for a day. How hard can it be to quit? I know. Uh, let's see, and this one is for Carrie at Toginet, our host radio station. I promise to text Carrie at Toginet with absolutely nothing about the show but marking them as urgent. <laughs> uh, let's see, number nine, I promise to only call Robin in the middle of the night and ask her to create marketing pieces for the radio shows that I will forget to use. <laughs> And then finally, number 10, I promise to tease, tickle, mock, poke, prod, and laugh at Rick, Christy, and Robin on a daily basis. Oh, very good. Thank you. Good, good. I can't wait for you to start doing those. Yeah, well, you know, kick it. I kick you really hard, girlfriend. It comes around, you know. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you guys. So guys, did you guys make any resolutions this year? Rob, how about you? Well, I do. I have something. Well, actually, i got to be serious, though, for a minute, because my resolution is to just say it as it is. When something's on my mind, i got to say it. And the one thing that i got to say, and I know Christy and Rick is, are going to agree with me, 
that I, and I'm going to put all kidding aside, so we're just going to put a, not put a damper on it, but just to put something serious into the show just for one minute. I want to say to you, Sandra, what an incredible mentor and inspiration you are. You are an amazing person person and the people whose lives you've touched through Motherhood Incorporated and your military support, your scouting, your church, and now two radio shows here on Toginet that are touching thousands of people's lives. You are just an amazing person and the many gifts that you are so willingly sharing. I just had to say it. I had to say it out loud because that's my New Year's resolution that when it's on the tip of my tongue, it's going to come out and it's coming out right now. Then I want to say Thank you. Every day. (laughs) Thank you for making a difference in my life. And for all of the love and happiness you've brought to me, I want that to turn around and be love and happiness to you for the new year and for many, many more. Aww. Robin, you are so cute and so sweet. But that was very, very nice. Isn't Sandra the most wonderful person? I mean, she just really is. is. Yes, yes. I don't know how many more things this woman can do in life, but she's going to do them because 2011 is going to be an amazing year. It is going to be an amazing year. It is. And I can't do any of this without you guys' help, without everybody's help, but... Oh, I'm going to have to go in another room and cry. No, no, because now we're going to talk about Rick giving blood or something or other. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants. Um, What's Christy going to do in 2011? Well, I have lots of things to do in 2011. Um, First of all, I just have to say that I'm not really making too many New Year's resolutions. I am, for myself, I have a lot of things to work on. I decided to set goals for myself instead of making resolutions. And I have a tendency to overestimate uh, the, the power of my willpower. So I decided that, that goals are, are more of a attainable uh, thing for me to do this year. So, I mean, I'd like to um, better myself in a lot of a lot of different ways. I need to. I'd like to. You know, I'm gonna like maybe run a marathon in June. Oh. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. <laughs> I mean, just goals, not anything that's gonna like mess me up on a daily basis. We all like set these uh, ridiculous <laughs> goals for, or ridiculous resolutions for ourselves, and and then we set ourselves up for failure. Some of us do. No, I, no, do. No, I, do. I do. I do. You are exactly right because I, I googled that. Like, why, I googled why do resolutions <clears throat> fail, and there's actually a term called false hope syndrome. And that's where, you know, because, the, you know, the new year is, is about change because we're changing from one year to the next. So that's where the culture became all about setting New Year's resolutions, making a new start because it's a new year. And what's interesting about this is false hope syndrome. and It's an actual syndrome, and it's where they make, you know, crazy resolutions that are really impossible for anyone to sustain. And, um, and it's, you know, it's like these things are made under overconfidence and false hopes, and most of them can't help to lead to eventual failure and distress because you can't go a whole year of doing things, and then New Year's comes, a 
ball drops, and all of a sudden you're a different person. I know. All of a sudden, guess what? I'm not eating any sugar, any fat, any caffeine. <laughs> you know, I'm not smoking, which I don't smoke. But but you will tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all these crazy, not, and, they're not, and they're not crazy, but all these things that you promised yourselves, and then, like, oh, my gosh, day two comes, and you're like, Oh, no, I didn't exercise. And then it's the whole, like, beating yourself, at least for me. Or well, what's even worse or... is me cutting you off right now because we have to go to a commercial <laughs> break. So when you're on a roll, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. My name is Sandra Beck, and I am the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. I'm also the host of Military Mom Talk Radio. Yes, Check it out. It aired yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Christy Holly, my fantastic co-host, Robin Boyd, our goofball, but lovable co-host. Host Rick Swanson. <laughs> I didn't promise not to pick on him this year. That was not one of my resolutions. In fact, I promised to pick on him more. <sighs> Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ali Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togedad.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Hull. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra, and I'm the host 
of Motherhood Talk Radio, along with Christy Holly, Robin Boyd, and Rick Swanson. And we are talking about New Year's resolutions. And before we do, I would like to ask each of you, what outstanding things did you do on New Year's this year? And I think Lord. we're not going to start with Christy because she just goes, oh, Lord. <laughs> Let's, I think uh, we, will, we will start with Richard. Yeah. Rick, what Richard, did you do well, I played down at the church in Granada Hills at the big shepherds, like, New Year's Eve, Eve service, which went to, like, 2 in the morning. Um, party. Party. It was, it was a lot of fun. We, A lot of the younger kids hung out, jumped around on stage. We played a lot of loud, rocking Christian music. That was cool. So, yeah. And I didn't even have a drink all day. That was like, a weird experience for me. Wow, that's oh, like I mean, a change. Well, I'll be counting Jaeger on the stage at church. It just doesn't. It doesn't go over well. <laughs> no, they condone that. No, no. But honest, it's holy wine. Holy water. No, it's holy wine, water God. turned into wine. I know. Well, they'd let you drink wine, don't they? That's a yeah, but not Jaeger. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Jaeger. Can't you like have like wine there then? I mean, are you trying to get me to drink at church? Well, I don't know. I just think it would be fun to, like, you know, go, like, really traditional and hold up the chalice and go into Nomine Patres Epilili et Spiritus Sanctum and then, like, chug. <laughs> go. Anyway, I bet a lot more people would go to church. Nice. Probably. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty Irish I mean, that, that would fill, put butts in the seats. Hey, yeah. I've had these campaign ideas and they get shot down every time. <laughs> <laughs> Like Al doesn't want, oh. he doesn't want to do the uh, photo shoot in the back of the pickup truck with hay bales, pretty girls, and kegs. I said, "Hey, that'll boost your attendance." He's like, "No." <laughs> well, they didn't like my parade float idea, you know. Which was just like, yeah, I wanted to have like all the people from the church up on this parade float, but with uh-huh. like massive water guns, <laughs> and then you could say, "Jesus saves, or I'll shoot you." <laughs> but they didn't like that either. God. I know. I know. Hmm. We're going to need Pastor Dave to come out and pray for all of us. Yeah. He's like, you guys need help. Exonerate the show. All right, Rick, so you went and rocked out, you know, yes. and had a great rock concert. And um, yep. Robin, how about you? What did you do? Boring. <laughs> Boring. All right. I'm showing my age. Um, we didn't do a lot. We... Um, Stephen and I did not go out or anything like that. Um, and actually, both my kids, what my son did was really cool. I'll have him be my 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 proxy or my. Um, he and his girl. There's this little um, place here. I'm going to put this back. Put up here in New Hampshire called Santa's Village, and they have this sort of year end thing. Um, and I think it's just before they end up closing the, the, the amusement park for the season. And there were rides and there were fireworks and there was free food and everybody just walking around, walking around just having a wonderful time. And except then for you, because you stayed home. Except for me, because I was home. But then, and then they had a little hotel across the street and they just walked across the street and they celebrated. And, and that was, that was their, their event. And my kids, uh, my, my daughter ended up having people coming in. So we were um, very, very quiet. So I did watch Dick Clark. I did see the ball drop. My husband did not. He was he was trying to sleep. Stephen, we got to ramp it up enough. I know, but you know he's he's getting old. So <laughs> see, even though 
know I had the birthday. He's still older than me, so I can say that. That's a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing. Well, that sounds like fun, even though you didn't make the colossal effort of walking across the street to go to that fair. <laughs> I know. But it was so fun, though, to see my kids doing different things, and that was really cool. Um, you know, they're, um, we're, we're not, I've I got to say we're not drinkers, so we don't, we, going out for a drink wasn't in the, even when I was a little bit younger, we didn't do that sort of thing, but we always looked for something different to do. That was it. So that's good. That's yeah. good. I, I, I drank in my kitchen, but this is not about me. Let's throw it over to you, Christy. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> and what did you do? Well, actually, on in the daytime, we, my husband and I, and my three kids went and picked. We went in my big suburban, picked up my two sisters and my sister's new boyfriend. <gasps> I know. Um, anyways, we went down to Pasadena mm-hmm. to look at a float, a Rose Parade float that some of our friends had. Um, this is the 9-11 tribute this float? This is our 9-11 oh, tribute float. Oh, oh, that was Remember, beautiful. reflect, and renew. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we made the trip down there. We I think we left at like 10.30. The thing closed at 1. <gasps> we got there. Oh, we left later than that. You know, we left at 11, after 11, thinking we're just going to get down there. You know, we made it through the traffic. My husband is a good navigator. By driving that big truck doesn't hurt either. (laughs) No, he he thinks he's all, you know. Get out of the way, redneck fireman coming through. And it must have been insane traffic. Was it just insane? It was. Yeah. Crazy, but we we made our way there. We get in the like in the little area to go through, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, sold out. The tic- you can't get in. You can't get in to see the float because all the tickets are sold, and it's closed." We're like, "Oh no!" So my husband talked to one of the parade people in the white suits and told them that we knew, you know, the the people that had built it. And he he took us right back in there, and we got, you know, a little tour, personal tour of it. So, you know, it was so beautiful, amazing, you know, just amazing to see those things up close and to smell it and then to see what it's representing. And so that was kind of like our highlight of the day. Then we went, you know, went to lunch after that and then came home, and then we just – my husband fell asleep too. <laughs> I watched that ball drop twice. One at nine o'clock, and then they reran it and watched it again at midnight. See, that's that it. Was... Watch it, the England one. Watch the England ball drop. <laughs> Crazy. So, you know, it was like okay. That was you know, kids were asleep, and and that was it. So it wasn't. You know, my night wasn't eventful, but. You know, all in all, it was like a great day. I got to spend it with my family, and, you know, what else could you ask for? That's true. That's yeah. true. That's it. That's it. That's it. What about you, Missy? Me? Well, I had an impromptu party. Um, people started coming, and I had, I don't know, maybe 20 people. Wow. Um, yeah. It was actually really very nice, and it had lots of good food, and um, I drank almost a whole bottle of champagne by myself. I should have came over. Uh, I know. It was really it was really good champagne. It was like somebody had given it to me as a gift. <laughs> I would never pay that much money for champagne, but it was darn good. And um, and then we went up at 9 o'clock, which in California is we can watch the East Coast feed of the ball drop coming down. And it was really fun because the kids, there was like five or six little kids, and they're like, the ball's going to drop! The ball's going to drop! 
you know, and it's like, they're going crazy, and they run upstairs into the TV room, we have this big widescreen TV, it's like a thousand years old, weighs a thousand pounds, and gets bad reception, but the kids were so excited, they could barely sit still, and the ball goes down, and they're like, oh, that's it? <laughs> like, you know, what part of the ball dropping, you know, is, is, is great about this, they were really, it was really funny to watch their expressions, because they were like, what? Like, that was the ball dropping, and, you know, it is kind of funny when you think if we all rushed to the TV, you know, and remember that? when they had the big apple, like the apple would come down? Yes. And, um, you know, but it was very funny to see their expressions, like, Ugh, that was it. That was, that's all. Yeah. Good night. And then everybody made fun of Dick Clark because he looked like he was stuffed and propped up, you oh, know. And, I didn't um, see Dick. Oh, it was sad. It was sad. I mean, he is really old, and he is very hard to hear. I know. They and, should um, just give it up. Yeah, at some point, like, you know, and if he really wants to be there, he could just sit there and smile. Yeah. It's, it is it's hard. It's sad. You know, it is so hard, I think, when people have had strokes and have had medical issues, and, I mean, he's probably still paying for the whole thing, so you got to... I'm sure if he pays for it. I guess he's got my own there, You know, I mean, he just... But it's true. It, it is hard when someone's been so young and vital for so long to see them uh, struggle the way he did. But his heart was sure there, that's for sure. Oh, I didn't know he paid for it. <laughs> well, I think so. <clears throat> He's the producer, I believe. So I Well, it's, it's Dick Clark's Rock and Eve. So. No, and, well, they added little Ryan Seacrest in there, too. Yeah, yeah. but it's not Ryan Seacrest Rock and Eve. That's true. All right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that there's some, well, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, restart that. It's hard to watch him, though. But, <clears throat> I think, yeah, you're right. Yeah, his heart is in the right place, and it, it, <laughs> you know. He's he's still with us. Yeah. He is yeah, still with good. us. Yeah. So I guess, you know, 99 years from now, we'll be like, <laughs> motherhood dog radio. <laughs> and you'll be like, isn't she ever going to get off there? <laughs> That's very difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah, to know what to do in that situation. But, you know, should old acquaintances be forgot? <laughs> I'm just going to hang my head on that song. Oh. <sighs> You know, it's a good thing. Anybody know how much time we have till commercial break? No. Robin, is Carrie left us in the lurk again? No, my internet's down, so I'm flying blind. Oh, I'm sorry, and I'm I'm actually making supper right now because it's East Coast time here. Oh, that's true. It's like six thirty. How we should focus on the show? One and a half minutes. What? Carrie's, one and a half Carrie's right there with us. Oh, good. I'm glad that Carrie's here because we have some really fun stuff coming up in the next segments. Um, uh, stupid uh, Diet Guy is going to wear a different hat uh, in the next segment, and he's going to be Stupid Resolution Guy. And um, we have some other great ideas, the top ten worst New Year's resolutions of all time, and um, how to make New Year's resolutions that stick. Oh. Yeah, there's actually a methodology into that, and um, there's 11 points, and I read them. They're actually pretty good. I mean, they kind of go along with your goal setting, Christy, and mm-hmm. for me, I decided I'm not going to make, make um, resolutions, but I will make promises to myself because I will keep a promise to myself versus like a resolution that just kind of goes out to the universe, and who knows where that goes. Promises are good. What did you say, Rob? I say promises are good because you're right. I think when you make a promise to yourself, you don't want to let yourself down. So that's true. Yeah, as opposed to a resolution, which you're sort of making a promise to everybody else. <laughs> that's oh. true. Or like when we when we put the Fit to Strip Challenge up this year, we did put it out on the internet. We put it up for the universe for people yeah. to, and you know, people have have called me on it. 
Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it does yeah. help. It's like, and I think about, you know, when I go places and I meet people, they're like, oh, oh, oh you know, you're in the Fit the Strip Challenge. There you are. I can't go there, like 600 pounds. <laughs> You'll have to update us when we come back from for, from the break. We'll update us on your Fit the Strip. No, Robin. show motherhood talk radio giving you interesting inspiring and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation this is motherhood talk radio and we'll be right back after these Now, this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official Classic Hits Countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom, Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central, on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. Everybody In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website, and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holland. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I am here with Christy Holly, Robin Boyd, and Rick Swanson, and we are part of the New Year's show and the show that talks about resolutions, the year of non-effort, I'm going to call it. <laughs> the year of non-effort, because, you know, um, I was Googling, and Christy, you have a comment to make about Google? <laughs> what do you like to do? I like to Google myself. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Rick told me to Google myself. Oh, so what does that mean? Um, not that. What? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Never All right. Mind. Okay. Don't Google yourself. Let's just, just forget about it. <laughs> I'm going to turn the mic over to Richard D. Swanson for his 10 realistic New Year's resolutions. Mr. Rick. Okay, so I have my top ten, starting at ten and going to one, and then I have my reaction and basically tweaking it to my specifications. Oh. Right, as if this wasn't realistic enough, I had to change something. So, number ten, 
stop texting while driving. And my question is why? Because it makes driving more exciting, especially <laughs> when it's raining and your car hydroplanes. <laughs> or snowing. <laughs> or snowing. <laughs> snowing, yes. I know, coming up Sandra's Road yesterday, my car was like, going sideways. Awesome. <laughs> but he brought us food, so we were happy to see him. <laughs> and I got at least one text out during that, so that was pretty good new record. <laughs> was it? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, not that I text, but number 10, uh, number no. 9. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Way. Way. Uh, number 9, get more sleep. So I guess that means I can't stay up to 3 a.m. every day. I guess not. Uh, buzzkill. Um, number 8, uh, I don't like as much, compliment people. But I'm just going to throw this out here. When if you have the girl that you like, don't be like, dang, girl, nice fat ass you got. And even if it's with a P, you're still going to be in trouble. So. Well, if you call her P-H-A-T, that's a good thing. That's, what I'm, that's, the, that's the fat I was talking about, but it's hard. I know. Right? Yeah. I know, but don't call me fat. No, but don't call F-A-T. me. You can call me. You can call me fat. Don't call me fat. You can call me fat. You can't call me fat. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Um, number seven says limit your spending, but I break it down. Do I need it? No, but I want it, and that's more important. <laughs> <laughs> How to get into credit card debt by Richard D. Swanson. Surprisingly, I've managed to be out of that, but if I have cash, it's like it goes through my fingers. It's really bad. Or my child shakes you down. That, too. That doesn't help. I thought you know what, but um, Wacky but no. comes in when Mr. Rick is here. He comes in and he, well, Rick, you tell him. It's very funny. Well, when I come in, Wacky, he runs up to me. I'm like, oh, cool, he's saying hi. No, he runs up, grabs my hand, starts shaking it because he knows I have change. He hears it in my pocket. And he's like, where's my money? <laughs> I'm like, oh, so it's strictly a, a business relationship, so. Well, Rick has become a human slot machine in my house. <laughs> human slot machine? Wow. <laughs> Good to know. Good business. Yeah, for him. Yep, I know. (laughs) He's going to have lots of money. (laughs) Number uh, number six, donate blood. And my reaction is, I would, but I don't think they want it. (laughs) Well, if it has, like, a blood alcohol content of, like, 10. (laughs) Yeah, that's more likely. I don't have any diseases, but, yeah, you might get drunk off using my blood in a transfusion. So, um. No bueno. Number five, stay in touch. I could use it to kill germs. <laughs> Just throw it around and let it kill all the germs. Germ-killing blood? Mm-hmm. Hey, that could be a new market for me. Um, <laughs> no. no. Uh, number five, stay in touch with family and friends. And I'm like, really? Do we really want to? It's like it kind of makes you more mad than anything else. So. Does that mean you have to, I like, think- touch them? Like, go up and, like, poke them in the ear? <laughs> I don't know if that's what they're meaning by touch. I mean, oh. you could. Wet willies, I don't know if that really is good family so, bonding. It'd make you memorable. <laughs> that's the wet willy guy. Yeah, I'll skip on the title. <laughs> you could have it, wet willy girl. Wet willy girl. What does willy can do? Oh. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Never mind. Moving on. Number four, ending your road rage. And I'm like, well, there are multiple ways to accomplish this. They say stay calm and just resist the urge. I'm like, go ahead and tailgate them and flip them off, and you'll feel so much better. 
I know. Follow them home and then beat the crap out of them for turning there you in go. front of you. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, excuse me. Beat the crap out of someone. This is a woman who just an hour ago said, oh, my God, I can lose a finger. How will I live without it? I, I know. But I'm taking my classes. You are her, taking your classes. Okay, back to Rick. And you see, you could have road rage because people would be scared of you. Rick. Yeah, your rage. You're kind I of do rage that sometimes. Rick. I just look at them, and then they look at me, and then they try to pretend they don't see me. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I do too. Really? I used to hide from him at church. I look up there, he'd be up there strumming his guitar, looking all nasty. I was like, ooh, nasty. Oh. <laughs> okay, see, now I'm always so failing my New Year's resolution by not thinking as dirty as you guys. I know. It's hard to do. Um, okay, number, th- number three. <laughs> Donating unwanted clothes to charity. I'm like, if I don't want them, nobody will. <laughs> That's true. They're pretty on their last leg. <laughs> yeah, they got holes in them. They're, they're green coffee. shorts and black socks. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring up oh my God. the green shorts. You know, he left the green shorts in the bathroom one day, and I so wanted to take them and, like, mail them to you. <laughs> that would have been weird. funny. It's not weird. It would have been funny, Rick. Would have been funny? Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just funny. mailing your pants around. <laughs> <laughs> I know Flipping them now, it's no good. So I have to get a new pair of green shorts. Wait, you don't you. fit in them anymore, Mr. Hood, Mother Hood? No, no, they have a rip can. in them. In a, well, thank God <laughs> we put that rip in there so you'd see it's it. In, it's in an awkward spot, so I can't really wear them. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> no. Ah, oh, my eyes, my eyes. Okay. Oh, all right. I'll save them for Keep special occasion. Okay. <laughs> Road rash. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, uh, okay, I only got two more. Number two, <laughs> do one good deed a day. I'm like, just one? Wow, this is easy. <laughs> what would your one good deed be, Rick? Well, what they say, you said you can do something that makes someone else feel good, such as opening doors or carrying an elderly person's groceries. I at least open a door for somebody once a day. So That would be nice. Yeah. Um, how about bringing in trash cans? <laughs> yeah, that's, I love when he brings in the trash cans. I can't even tell you how much I like that. It's like the magic trash can fairy appeared, and they just come from the street. Good to know. <laughs> to the, you get trash can points. Garage. Well, the fairy hasn't come yet today. <laughs> well, because it's still full of trash. I looked, and it still has trash in it, so. Oh. See, he is the magic trash can fairy. <laughs> Sorry. My, last, Go ahead. my favorite one, number one, make I'm yourself sure. happy. Uh-huh. And, and how like, do you do that? Don't we already do this? Christy, you already Googled yourself. You Google yourself, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like personally, I'm going to shake weight. <laughs> I am, too. I am. I'm going to make... Never mind. So are we going to continue to ask him how does he make himself happy? Yes. How yes. are you going to make yourself happy, my friend? Not what you're thinking. Well, not exactly. I'm uh, <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wait a minute. So they, you agree that that was your, what you were thinking? <laughs> what? Who? You. Me? Who, you? Me? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. I want to know what he's thinking. You think what I'm he's going to do to make himself happy. Thinking. What? Uh, okay, let me see. Legitimately. Um, yes. Well, for me... Anytime I play music or write it or listen to it, that it always elevates my mood. I, I just have to do something music-related sometime in the day. Um, going to the gym makes me feel better. Does it make you feel happy? 
Sometimes, no. I come out, like I was telling Rona one day, like, I come up, like, all pumped up. I don't know if it's because it boosts your testosterone or something, but I feel, like, all pissed off when I come out. Oh. Like, I'm ready to get in a fight. I'm like, is this normal? That is, uh, that like, is you know the gym range. <laughs> Somebody bigger than you there, or what? You get all, like, wait, what? what? Fight. Bigger than me? What do you mean? Of course, it's the gym. We're not talking locker room. It's gym, not gym. fight club. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, so he does. I will tell you, I have seen him at the gym working out, and he does get really scowly. He was on, like, some machine, and he was, like, with a scowly face. And I'm like. Look at my glutes. That's not fun. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> the thing is, you can't be all scowly-faced. What? Because you'll get wrinkles like that. And oh, yeah, that's like, that was the number one thing I've been worried about, wrinkles. Mm-hmm. We, well, just saying. You yeah, but see, and guys age well. Like, crow's feet add character. Crow's feet on a woman <laughs> just look like uh, some sort of in her face. <laughs> uh, yeah, I vote no. <laughs> They're laugh lines. They're laugh lines. Because I laugh all the time. I, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, huh? Well, yeah, that's because the bird doesn't stop on your face <laughs> for at least another 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. 10 years later, we'll talk. All right. Well, then, let me ask this. What do you do to make yourselves happy? Oh, don't <laughs> ask me. You <laughs> <laughs> ask me. It's fair. I don't know. Chrissy, you go. What, make, what makes you happy? It makes I have to me think. happy sometimes. Shopping makes me happy. Starbucks. I go shopping. Dancing makes me happy. <gasps> Dancing makes me happy, too. Playing music loud and just yeah, loud singing music. with my non-singing voice. Uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, my friends make me happy. So talking to my good friend. Oh, my good friend. She just gave me the yes, Makes me happy. So, you know. And, yeah, I mean, of course, my kids make me happy, but not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just little thing, little, good cup of coffee makes me happy. It doesn't take much. Anyway. You know, happy. that's true. It's like it really doesn't take much for me to be happy. Like, I love looking at my Van Gogh, you know, version of sunflowers that my kid drew. I mean, that makes me happy. And cooking, I love to cook for, I love to cook for Rick. <laughs> i got to tell you, he is the greatest person to cook for because even if you flub the food, he still likes it, you know, and that's, like, that really makes me happy. And um, and I love, like, I loved it when it snowed yesterday, and I was that really was- happy just looking at the snow on the mountains and just being thankful I'm alive and there's just such there's so much beauty around that really I know it sounds hokey but (laughs) looking at the mountains with snow on top makes me happy and we're going to come back after the break when I can think of something else (laughs) to say uh, about what makes me happy but my name is Sandra Beck I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio I'm here with my co-host Robin Boyd Christy Holly Rick Swanson and when we are back after the break we will have more dirty references two or three I think at least, Christy, if you can well, manage it. If I can manage it, I can come up with something. Okay, we'll see you after the break. Mom, here 
here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on Doginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holly. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here at Motherhood Talk Radio as Rick crashes around the <laughs> office. He just stomped on my papers with his work boots. Um, yes? Yes, on your way out. Yeah, he jumped over Christy's cup of, what are you drinking, Diet Coke? Yes, ma'am. Yes, and we did watch him um, whack his leg on the secretary desk, and and um, it's been quite a scene. All in all, he's having a great day. <laughs> all in all, he knows what to do to make himself happy. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, we didn't ask you. What do you do to make yourself happy? I, you know, I, I was kind of listening to you gals and guys and thinking, all right, I, I guess I'm I'm the same way. That you have to kind of find something different um, out of your reg- – because I think we all get so wrapped up in our day-to-day and we've got to do the, the things that we've got to do and, and we have our to-do list that we've got to follow. And the, the further behind you get on the to-do list, I think you just kind of get – get all uh, overwhelmed. So just to stop and do something completely different. The old Monty Python, and now for something completely different. <laughs> Remember? Well, 
Yeah, I think you're right, Rob. I think you're onto something because, you know, it's like I went to this, like, really horrific seven-day Stephen Covey, you know, <laughs> blow your brains out, you know, how to change your life or the time of your life. No, that was Tony Robbins. But it was one of these time <laughs> management things that I went on, and I don't remember anything from those seven days other than, like, how to chart and plan and note and all this stuff. But mm. one of the things they did say was that, in order to have a sense of fulfillment in your life, you need to make sure that you schedule in, like, every day or every couple days the things in life that fulfill you the most. So, right. like, in Rick's case, right. you know, it's his reading, or, I'm sorry, <laughs> he doesn't read. He doesn't read. Sorry. I read. Right. 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 music, yeah. Rick's music, music. and yep. You know, and even though we love our families and we love our, you know, work, and, I, you know, like, I love working with you guys. We have so much fun, but, but there's something that, can be said about one thing that really moves you. And I think mm. when we talk about being happy, it's like what are those things in us that really move us or really help us to feel fulfilled, even if we can only do them for 15 or 20 minutes? Right, right. My husband and I, for all of the years we've been married, we get up and have coffee together in the morning. And so many times women will t- say to me, you get up with your husband because when he was getting up early, we're talking Four thirty, five o'clock in the morning we were getting up. But sometimes, and especially when the kids were little and when we owned our own business, that 20 minutes, 25 minutes, whatever it would be, would be the only time in the whole day that we would see each other. <clears throat> and for us to have that time together, it would sort of ground us and it would just set our day and it would give us that time together. Um, and, and that, to me, was, was the way I, I, I need to start my day. So, yeah, that, that's kind of my way. I have, and I have my little arts and things that I, as you know, Sandra, I'm now starting to get into beading, and, uh, but I love cross-stitch and stuff like that, and, and you have to have those diversions, and Rick, you're, you, with your music, and, and, and the, I, I know, Christy, you've got to be artistic to some degree. I know you are. <laughs> I can do a little bit. Yeah. Well, you got to the stuff that you bake is a work of art. That, well, see, here you go. That's art. That's art. Are you kidding? Those those cakes, the cakes that she makes for her kids' birthdays are so amazing, and her the cookies that you make are too good to eat. In fact, I have a picture of the cookies from your 40th birthday party, the ones that say 40 on them. I didn't make those ones. Oh. <laughs> My beautiful little sister, Laura Robbins. Well, if you did make them, I would tell you how fabulous you were at making them, but since I won't, I will just go back to sticking my foot in my mouth. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I can make those. I have. But you have fun you with it, don't you? You enjoy that. Yes. Yes. But I think, and Robin, correct me if I'm wrong here, when you have little kids, and I'm finding this like now as my youngest turns or is four, mm-hmm. um, your life is so much about taking care of them and their needs and what, what they need. And, you know, until recently, you know, I was pretty much a full-time single mom. Now I'm a part-time mm-hmm. single mom, so I have more time. And it, it really took me a, a couple months adjustment to come back to myself to go, wow, what do I like to do? You know, I do love right. to write my little stories, and I do love to write funny things, you know, whether I put them up on the Internet or sell them or, or just have them for my own enjoyment. You know, it's been so long since I was able to think about, you know, like the concept of what makes me happy. I flubbed it because (laughs) I haven't really thought about in so many years. All I've thought about is what do my kids need? What did my ex-husband need? You know, what did my clients need? What does my company need? There wasn't, I wasn't in that mix. That's totally true. Yeah. 
It's true for me too. I mean, I don't. It takes a while to go. Like, what does make me happy? You know, I don't. I can't tell you what makes me happy, like long term, that will keep me happy. But little things, you know, my day to day, you know, activities, like little things that make me happy, are. Just little, little, little things, you know, maybe having like 10 minutes to read a book or flip through a magazine will make me happy. Right. Because it's that, that Google. (laughs) Google Google make me happy. I know. Yeah, Googling probably would make me happy too. (laughs) But those happiness things will change, I think, over the years. The things, when I was say 20 or 30, might not be the things that make me happy now. So, And I think having being able to change with the times, and that sounds weird, but, you know, the things, being willing to find other things to make you happy um, is what you've always got to do to stay fresh, you know, because you, you have to find new things that make you happy. Well, and I think as a, you know, like as a mother and as an, uh, like, I don't know, as like a, an ex-wife or a future wife or whatever the hell I am, um, I like it. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's somebody's future wife. <laughs> future ex, Mrs. Whoever. No. Um, no. <laughs> But I do like to do things for other people, and that's the one thing that I realize, like, when my kids are not here, you know, I'm not in a marriage anymore, it is, it is fulfilling to do things for the people you love. There is something to be said for that, Absolutely. You know, because I think as moms, we take a bad rap sometimes of going like, you know, you don't schedule the me time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like your kids are only small for such a short period of time. It's like I want to be there for a lot of these little things that may be inconsequential to other people, but they're really important to me. And Mm -hmm. I get a lot of fulfillment out of, I'm not living through my kids, but I get a lot of fulfillment out of watching them grow, watching them explore new things, even being like busted out that the ball wasn't so great. (laughs) You know, it's just fun. Absolutely. I agree with you. 100%. Yeah. This is Motherhood Talk Radio. I can say that without getting in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So. I miss those times. I miss sitting with those little kids on my lap. I'm kind of waiting for grandchildren. I'm pacing. Pacing. (laughs) Pacing. pacing. (laughs) It is. I mean, it's. You know what the thing is, though? You know, it's like in a perfect world. It's like their childhoods go so fast, and it's so short, and they grow so much. And I think part of it is because you're just, like, brain dead while you're going through it. You're so tired. It's hard to enjoy and remember all this stuff because you're so busy. It's almost like if it would just take longer for them to grow so, like, (laughs) you know, I could get more sleep during the process. Um, But I think that's part of the blur factor is that you're just so tired. But it's so, it, it really is tired as you are. It's so important. You know what? I've, I've gotten so much enjoyment lately is watching my kids on Facebook of all places because the two of them will send things to each other and they'll say, remember when we used to sit in the backyard with mom and, and do blah, 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 or, or read this, or remember when we used to turn the couch upside down and, and be stormtroopers and, and, or they used to love Ferris Bueller when they, we, we, they do twist and shout, and we would be dancing on the furniture like we were on the float because that was part of what we would do, and we would just be crazy. And what's fun now as adults, they're telling each other and they're putting stuff on Facebook and saying, remember when we used to tip the couch upside down and pretend we were stormtroopers? <laughs> so it is. It's so important because the 
it'll, they'll keep it with them for the rest of their lives. <clears throat> well, it's true. It's true. I mean, but the people that touch us the most, not physically, <laughs> but <laughs> poke, 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 um, that touch us the most are what we remember. Yeah. You know, and that's part of being a mom. And dads, too. <laughs> and dads, too. Some, there are, you know, dads have their, their things to do, too, and so, yeah, it's fun. It well, fun. I've got some really, I think they're very funny. Um, you know, I think they're very funny resolutions that they I came up with in my um, Internet search. Um, it kind of goes along with what Rick was talking about, you know, with his, you know, best of the worst, you know, New Year's resolutions. But in the one poll that it said the number one reason uh, that the number one thing people put on most of their resolutions list at some point is to spend more time with friends and family. Mm -hmm. So this one author, which I would love to cite, but it it was not listed who wrote it, but his or her (laughs) advice was to start showing up at strangers' family gatherings (laughs) and pretend you're part of the family. You can save time and money if you live far away, plus family (laughs) gatherings usually have lots of free food. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, family gathering. We would so do that. My kids, oh, my God, they would so do that. So do that. Oh. You could do that at family reunions, you know, the kind that some people have them in the park. Yeah. And no one would and really no one... know, be like, who is that? Well, so, <laughs> like, if, if there was, like, the Rodriguez family, you know, having a, a party and then I showed up, yeah, or you showed up, well, maybe. Rick could show up. Yeah. He could pass, but... But, yeah, there's a limit to how many family gatherings we could show up and not stick out. Um, This one I liked was, you know, about the inevitable weight gain. He or she says that we should consider counting everything exercise. Like if you're walking from the car to McDonald's, you can count that. Well, you can. Yeah. How many laps did you go walking to the fridge and back for a snack during television? Or if you had to get up and change the channel, you can count that. Um, but my favorite part of this was why start out the new year guilting yourself into a body that's only temporary anyway. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. And um, you could totally lunge, do lunges to the refrigerator. <laughs> you could. I know. You could. You could totally lunge. Because you could totally get a good workout from your office to the refrigerator. Lunging. Oh, lunging all the yeah. way there. I don't even think I could lunge all the way there. Too Walking lunge. Walking lunch. All right. Well, my name is Sandra Beck, and I am the host of Motherhood Talk Radio, along with Christy Holly, Robin Boyd, Rick Swanson. Thank you very much, you guys, for a wonderful 2010. May we have an outstanding 2011. Carrie, we want to thank you and your mom, Jill, and your dad, John, over at TogiNet for all the love and support you've given us that makes this show possible. Happy New Year, and we will catch you next week. Thank you for being a part of Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly on Toginet.com. Join us every Tuesday as we 